Hello and welcome to the Post to Post podcast. It is podcast number 66, coming to you on March... What's the date? Today's the 10th of March. March 10th. My you don't even know Neil. what day it is. What I've, have you been up to? What I have know, you been I've doing? no idea what day it is. Lady uh, my name's Neil. I'm here with Brent. Hello. Uh, this is the first time that I've filmed after my injury, so I apologize if I'm a little out of shape as far as production here. Um, I hurt myself uh, Tuesday morning at work. I slipped on ice and uh, I, I broke my ankle in three different places and dislocated it. So I was in the hospital all day th- Tuesday and half of Wednesday. I had a, a four-hour surgery and uh, I'll go through the entire story on the second channel on, on our second channel, More Post to Post. I'll tell the whole thing with pictures and uh, tell you what my experience was like and the ups and the downs and everything. So uh, if you are interested in hearing that story and um, seeing what my recovery is going to be like over the next couple of months to a year, uh, head on over and subscribe to the second channel and you can hear about that. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, with that said, I, I missed hockey on Tuesday and mostly hockey on Wednesday. And then I started to get back into hockey on Thursday, Friday, and definitely yesterday. So mm-hmm. uh, still lots to talk about and um, pretty excited. There's some good hockey on last night. Oh, wow. Really? Uh, what was your favorite game from last night? My favorite game. I made some notes about uh, all that I saw. Um, I saw the uh, St. Louis-San Jose game was was really good. It there was, was really good. There yeah. was a lot on the line in that game. So if I had to pick a particular game for the entirety of the game, that was good. There were some other games that were good for short periods of time. Mm-hmm. Ottawa-Boston was good in the last five minutes. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. So there were a few games that you know had featured a bit of a comeback and, uh, and some tense moments near the end. But as far as a game that was all day long or all game long with massive saves and great plays, I think St. Louis and San Jose would win my yeah, it was Pick. a good game. The uh, Pittsburgh-Columbus game was really good as well. It was so. very good. <clears throat> yeah. So you, um, can we do the game recaps right now? Is that yeah, okay? sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the first game of the day was Colorado and Buffalo. Colorado won 3-2-0. Um, there were so many almost goals in that game. Did you notice that? Like how many just... like <laughs> Yeah, posts and, and bare saves. Hutton, despite the fact it was a 3 nothing game, Hutton was amazing. Hutton was unbelievable. He was amazing. It would have been a, a, a total blowout if it wasn't for his uh, fa- fabulous skill and pretty good luck too. Yeah, I mean, Buffalo only had 18 shots. You're not going to win a game with 18 shots. No. Uh, it's just, it's not going to happen. But so. Colorado had 43. They did. <laughs> and scored three goals on Hutton. So he had 40 saves and still loses. That kind of sucks to, you know, for that situation. And they weren't just regular saves no. either. Like, they were quality saves. They were so. Gl- gl- rapier like gloves and windmills and flip flops and stacks and <laughs> exactly yeah, he was all over the place. Yeah. Uh, the game after that was the San Jose St. Louis game. San Jose won three to two, and uh, honestly, Jake Allen gets a lot of hate from the majority of the St. Louis fan base, but he was really good he in was that game excellent. yesterday. That game could have been six two yeah. or five two or something like that easily. Um, so a tough tough loss for Jake Allen in St. Louis, but uh, my boy Timo. Two goals from San Jose, so mm-hmm. that was awesome. Like I like to see him score. He's on a bit of a streak, so yeah. And St. Louis did get a point because oh, yeah, it was an overtime game. Yep. So uh, they wish they'd had more. San Jose really wanted this, though. This was going to put them into first, and it did in their uh, in their uh, division. So mm. uh, yeah, I thought Jake Allen made some amazing saves. He was yeah, great. he was awesome. Yeah. Uh, the game after that was the Toronto Edmonton game. Toronto won three to two, and Edmonton almost made a comeback there at the end. Uh, I think Cassian was had an opportunity to tie it at three within 13 seconds or something like that at the end of the game, or 23 After seconds. After he had just scored with 53 seconds left to yeah. make it 3-2. 
It was right to there. It was close. If I was a Leaf fan, I'd be a bit worried because they had that game in the bag with really a minute and a half to go. It mm-hmm. was it was Toronto's to lose, and they they came close to putting that game at risk. Yeah, Edmonton's been playing really really well lately, so their their comeback doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, I thought Stolar Stolars was absolutely fantastic, uh, but Toronto just capitalized on all Edmonton mistakes. They just, yeah. they're all over the place last night. Every time Edmonton made a mistake, Toronto was capitalized on it and going into the zones. So. Yeah, and I'm going to correct a screw up. I, I said Cashin. Clefbaum is the one who scored the second goal mm-hmm. late in the third. It wasn't Cashin. But yeah, it, Edmonton and Toronto shows what it can do to you if you do make a mistake. You make a mistake and within two seconds it's in the back of your own net. Yeah. And Toronto showed Edmonton what happens when that happens. Exactly. It, it was a it was a really good game. It was a game. It was a statement game for Toronto. Uh, by by the time they played that game, or I think as they were playing that game, uh, Boston had probably already won or was in the course of winning because they were up on Ottawa. And then uh, so so Toronto knew that to keep pace, they were going to have to win, and they they did put their foot down at the end. Uh, it was a bit scrambly, mm, but they definitely got it. scrambly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the game after that was the Boston Ottawa game. Boston won a three two. And Ottawa with so many mistakes and oh, giveaways. Man. It felt like I was watching the Montreal Canadiens. Um, but uh, Boston keeps up with their point streak up to 19 games, which is remarkable, absolutely fantastic. Uh, I'm not a Boston Bruins fan, but it, it's cool to see that from a franchise, regardless of what the franchise is. That's a pretty special thing. So definitely proud of them. That's the longest point streak for Boston since, I don't know, 1941. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. In, in, and I have a, a, some remarks to make about Boston's amazing run. But since the 19th of January, which was the last time they'd had a regulation loss, since the 19th of January, Boston has amassed more points than any other team in the NHL. Mm-hmm. And they've had no regulation losses. And that's almost two months. If you're a Toronto fan, how do you feel? I'm scared. Because they're going to they're gonna play each other. in my boots. Yeah. And even if Toronto ends up somehow backing into home ice advantage on that, it's not impossible, but it's not likely now. Uh, Boston is, I would be afraid to play Boston no matter who I am in the league. I'd be, if I'm Tampa, I'm actually a little bit nervous. Yes. I'm, I, if I was Tampa, I'd be nervous about the second round. Yeah. Because either Boston's going to face me and they're good, or a team that's going to face me beat Boston, which means yeah. they're even better. Exactly. And and that's a frightening prospect for Tampa Bay, who really has a clear pathway to the finals, unless... I mean, this is assuming Tampa gets by the first round. Maybe they get upset. It's, been, it's happened before. You never know. So You never know. Yeah. But uh, that was a, an incredible... It is still ongoing, an incredible run for Boston. And it was so close. Ottawa, the, the, the third goal for Boston was scored in the last minute of play. Mm. It wasn't an empty net or goalie pulled or six on five situation. It wasn't a power play. It was a regular five on five goal. Krejci, I think, was the scorer. And Ottawa was that close to even salvaging a point. And no. <laughs> oh, and this is the second t- second game in a row that they've done that scored in the last minute to, to mm. win a game, basically. So yeah. good on them. Lots of resilience. Yeah. Uh, the game after that was the Tampa Bay-Detroit game, another 3-2 game. I don't know what's up with all these 3-2 scores last, yesterday, but whatever. Uh, Tampa Bay won 3-2. Kucherov breaks the franchise point record, um, and Bernier makes some incredible saves. He was Absolutely unreal. Yeah. He was unreal. These these games were, you know, the ones we've talked about so far, they were all close games. Even the, even the Colorado-Buffalo game, it was scoreless, I think, right up until yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, halfway through. That was through. a close game. Uh, but yeah, man, it was it was great. And did you see at the very end when Domingue tried to score? Yes, 
We need more of that. He was only that more far that. off. Yeah. He was only that far that off. That was like, awesome. <laughs> that was great. And oftentimes a goalie will make that play when it, they have a two-goal lead. Yes. But when they have only a one-goal lead, it's a lot less likely because the result is a face-off back in your zone if yeah. you miss. And that can be curtains, as we've seen be many times. I guess if when you've clinched a playoff spot at the beginning of March, then maybe so you can take a few risks. Yeah. But Deming, he was uh, he was close. That would have been great. Yeah, uh, good on Detroit though for keeping that game close against Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, bit of a mismatch there. They had so. a good accounting of themselves in that game. Uh, the game after that was the Philadelphia and Islanders game. Um, Philadelphia won five to two. Grace was not great, um, but honestly, the looks like the players kind of left him out to dry a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of odd man rushes and not great back checks by some of the Islanders players. I noticed that throughout the game, so a little disappointing. Uh, and that was a huge win for Philadelphia. That like they're not that far back that they could go on. Like if they won ten games in a row, and if Columbus or Pittsburgh played basically average hockey, they're on the same mark. Mm-hmm. As them, so I mean, it's very possible that Philadelphia could be pushing for a playoff spot here. So yeah, they're only five points out, really, and yeah. uh, that's that's reasonable. That was a must-win yesterday for for Philadelphia. So yeah. and they beat one of the best teams in the league. So pretty yeah, cool. They they needed to put their foot down. They did, and they took the game over. And mm-hmm. they didn't just sneak it; they won it fairly decisively too mm. in the other team's arena. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, the Rangers and Devils was the game after that. Uh, the Rangers won four to two. Uh, I thought really thought uh, Corey Schneider was unbelievable in the first half of the game, yeah, but uh, a little weak. I had a little note here: amazing saves, Ama- amazing saves, yes. amazing saves. <laughs> but the Rangers with a pretty awesome comeback. They were down in that game, two nothing, came back and won four to two. So mm-hmm. good to see some resilience from the Rangers. Yeah, and it was three two until late. It was an empty netter made it four two. So it was a pretty close game. Yeah, but Schneider kept them in it, no question. Hmm. The Rangers had forty one shots. Yeah, and uh, if, wow. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, the Rangers have beat. The Devils every single game this year, I think. Uh, I can check, but uh, no, yeah. it's okay. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the game after that was the Columbus Pittsburgh game. Mm-hmm. Columbus won four to one. Matt Murray, some of the saves. Uh, it's the reason why I'm wearing the Pittsburgh jersey and hat today. Some of the saves that Murray made were just like you only see this like once a year, and that, he had like three saves during the game. That that, we, that one on Barra yeah, was just godly. It was just godly. And he made several of those kinds of saves. They're, they're the type of saves where the the player thinks that they scored and they start to raise their yeah. arms. <laughs> yeah. Because this must this is on its way in. I'm going to sell it early. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Incredible. And But Columbus finally beats Pittsburgh. I think it was, they've lost eight in a row to them or something like That's that. That's correct. Yeah. They get that wild card spot um, away from Montreal. And uh, that's a... That's a really important win for Columbus because not only did that was that a must-win game for them, but that's a must. That was a game that they've won against probably their biggest rival and team that's given them the most grief over yeah. the past I don't know, six or seven years. That's so. quite a monkey they just threw off their back, Big or at time. least they they shrugged sideways. Um, and Dzingel was involved this time. Uh, he got an assist, a nice assist, a too. nice assist <laughs> on uh, Bjorkstrand's goal, and it was nice to see that the newer players are starting to fit into the the mm. team and the system. Yeah. Um, you see Kessel go down and tripped yeah, over the blue line. Atkinson that. was basically all by himself. But uh, that was, I mean, I'm, I shouldn't make fun of people falling down, especially especially this week. But hey, uh, yeah, careful anyway. though. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. Yeah. Uh, the game after that was the Arizona and LA game. Arizona won four to two. 
Uh, I really thought Kemper was awesome. It was a bit of a goalie show all la- all last night or mm-hmm. all yesterday from a lot of these games. Uh, Grad- Gradmer had a fantastic game, and Arizona is right there in that playoff race. They are. I like to see that a lot. Actually, based on my my funky math, they're in right now on their on their on their potential on funky math on funky yeah. math. They're they're in the playoff. Yeah, they had a great game last night. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of chemistry on that team that gets unnoticed. So yeah. nice to see that. Uh, Getting a little bit more awareness now. And Carl Grundstrom got his first goal for L.A. in the losing effort. Uh, Swedish guy. Mm. So, uh, and, and it was a pretty goal, too. So. Mm. But, uh, yeah, Arizona, they uh, they they got they needed that game so bad. Yeah, they did. And they got it. So. Uh, Carolina played Nashville. Carolina won 5-3. to three. That was an absolutely huge win for Carolina uh, against a very tough opponent, opponent. And not only did they win... They got 52% in the face-off circle, which you might think, well, that's just basically average. Nashville is one of the best face-off teams, and so deep up the middle uh, to out-face-off them in a game is uh, a serious accomplishment, I think, from Carolina. So yeah. uh, I was really impressed by that, and uh, it's a good game. Sebastian Ajo was great. Uh, a lot of the Carolina players were great, so it was, a, it was a good game. It was good. Did you see the fairly controversial no goal and then goal? Uh, the goalie interference one where... The, the referees first ruled there was goaltender interference, but then there was a challenge from the other side, and uh, the referees looked at it. I guess Toronto was on the phone too. And sure enough, there, while there was goaltender interference, the interfering player was actually pushed in, so it was ter- determined not goaltender interference, therefore it's a good goal. And, uh, How long did that process take? I don't know. I just saw clips and highlights oh. of it, but probably at least five minutes, I would think, is a rule. Dang. Yeah. Uh, the second last game of the day was Chicago and mm-hmm. Dallas. Chicago won two to one, and it honestly could have been probably eight one. Kudobin was absolutely unbelievable again. A goalie show. Uh, he left out to dry so many times on breakaways and two on ones and three on ones. Uh, he was the entire reason it was only two to one. So. And all the scoring was in the first period. Yeah. For the next two periods, both goalies were lights out. Yeah, definitely. They were great. It was actually a pretty good game. It was, yeah. The last game was the Vegas-Vancouver game. Vegas won 6-2. Mark Stone gets his first as a Golden Knight. Uh, just an absolute onslaught of offense by Vegas, and the Canucks defense really just couldn't handle it. That's all it comes down to Yeah, that and, game. And that was Stone's first goal as a Golden Knight and also first goal, first game after signing his big contract. Yes, yes. So I don't know if, when you want to talk about that, but... Uh, no, talk about it right now. It's, it's pretty oh, lucrative. The average and annual value of this contract is... Uh, um, it's over well. It's over ten million, seventy-six million dollars over eight years. A lot of it's uh, bonus, and some only twenty-eight million dollars of the eight-year deal is salary. The other forty-eight million is bonuses. <laughs> uh, and that's how they they work it these days. But it's nine and I guess nine and a half million dollars AAV. Wow. And uh, and he. I bet he's happy. <laughs> oh, he must be, and and he's and he must be happy in Vegas because he also negotiated a complete lockdown, no move. Nice. As part of that, uh, as part of that deal. But one minute and 32 seconds into the game, scores his first goal. It's like, yeah. Okay, you gave me $76 million. I'm going to give you some goals. Yeah. <laughs> he, he did great. Where was he born? Do you know? Mark Stone? Yeah. I don't know, but I can look it up. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today's games, we've got some predictions to make. Detroit versus Florida. Who are you taking? Well, uh, Florida's at home, uh, but Detroit is starting to play really good hockey. Florida's starting to play more average. I I picked Detroit this time. Oh, snap. Yep. I'm going to pick Florida for this one. Barkov's on a roll. Huberto's playing great. Uh, I think that Florida takes this one. All right. Winnipeg and Washington? Uh, I I stewed over this one a long time. I did too. Uh, Washington 
is actually down in the seat. They only play each other twice, once in Winnipeg. Winnipeg won that game. So now this is the other game, and it's in Washington. Washington's playing well. So is Winnipeg, but not as well. Winnipeg only has, in that run where Boston, since the 19th of January, has 34 points. Winnipeg only has 20. Uh, it's one of the lower-performing teams that are still in the playoffs, actually. Mm. So Winnipeg's, I think, losing a little air right now. So I'm picking Washington. I'm also picking Washington. Are you? They're on a little bit of a win streak here. So yeah. And they're, Winnipeg's a very good home team, and they are not at home today. So mm. I'm going to pick Washington. All righty. Boston and Pittsburgh. This is tough. Uh, they both played yesterday. Yes. So I don't know what the goalie situation is going to be. Uh, Boston would sometimes be the favorite because you've got you've got Rask and you've got Halak. So if you are switching goalies, you're still getting a good goalie in there. Pittsburgh is Murray and DeSmith, DeSmith um, who's also capable of a really good game. I'm picking Pittsburgh because of the home team, but it's like a 51-49 for me. So you're you're saying that Boston's points streak. Is over today? I think so. Well, I don't know if their point streak's over. Okay. They, they might eke out an overtime loss or something, but I think Pittsburgh wins this game. I actually have a really good feeling that Pittsburgh's going to win this game tonight. I I just, I don't know why. I, because Pittsburgh has just been probably playing about average hockey recently, a little bit better than average. Yeah. Um, but and I think they're pissed after yesterday. I think they got something to prove now that they're I think back so home. too. And I, I don't know. I, just, I think that Pittsburgh, like my gut's telling me that Pittsburgh's going to win this game, but I'm still picking Boston. Are you? Yeah, because I, I, I am still picking Boston. I want this point streak to keep going. That's hard to say as a Canadiens fan. But. Ooh, yeah. Um, Vegas and Calgary. This is tough. This is a playoff preview game, really, because right now the way that the standings are looking, they're going to play each other in the first round. So they both have something to say here. Yeah, San Jose just recently passed Calgary to go into first. So That's right, and Calgary wants that back. Calgary had the night off. Vegas did not. So I think Calgary has the edge here. I'm picking Vegas. Ooh. I think Calgary's uh, Calgary's been playing some questionable hockey recently. I think they're on a four-game losing streak. Uh, Vegas is on, I think, like a six-game winning streak or something like that. It continues. Both streaks continue. Vegas wins. If Calgary wins, the season series will be even at two and two okay. each. So I think it it, it just, to, to me, drives into the whole parody thing that we're going to get a really well-matched series here. So that story is best told. If Cal- mm. Calgary needs to win today to make this a better story. Um. I don't disagree, and <laughs> it's it's going to be probably the best game of the day, in my opinion. The Boston-Pittsburgh game is probably going to be really good, too, but uh, I, is that on TV for us? Uh, Vegas-Calgary? Yeah, uh, I hope Probably so. is. It, it might be. Uh, it Are they the – oh, no, see, Winnipeg's playing as well. So one of those two teams will be the Sunday night hometown hockey game. The other may or may not be available, but I don't know which one we'll be getting mm. here in our part of the country. Uh, the L.A. and Anaheim game? I, ha- I have Anaheim picked. Uh, I do as well. Yeah. L.A. won the first time they played, and they actually played two more times after this. So we were late in the late in the game here, but they've only played once so far this season, and L.A. won that game. But I think Anaheim evens up the series hmm. uh, for the season today. I agree. All right. Now, <laughs> having said that, last week I made eight predictions, and only four of them were right. So everything I just said, don't go to your nearest bookie. <laughs> and uh, How did I do? I think you did better than me, but you weren't perfect either. I don't remember. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't remember who I picked. I don't even remember who played. That was yeah. a lifetime ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, streaks, your favorite word. Uh, uh, for winning streaks, we've got Boston at six, Washington at six, Vegas at six, and the San Jose Sharks at four. As far as losing streaks go, Calgary's at four, LA's at three, and Ottawa is at three. My players of the week, any... 
predictions? I always ask, and you always say, I don't know. But Well, there's I, so many to pick from. Like, I, I w- now, if you don't count goalies as players, if you count them I, as goalies. In my players of the week, I pick a player and skater. I pick a goalie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I have a possible choice for goalie, but uh, as far as the skater goes, yeah, I don't know. Okay, who's your goalie? Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury. Marc-Andre Fleury is my goalie of the week. Congratulations. That's the first time I think you've got I think so. <laughs> Holy smokes. Uh, three games played, three wins, uh, .964 save percentage, one goals against average. Um, definitely a, a shout-out to Grubauer and Bishop as well. They had really good weeks. Mm-hmm. As far as the skater goes, Blake Wheeler is my oh. player of the week. Three games played, six goals, one assist, seven points. He was, <clears throat> excuse me. He was a plus three. And definitely some shout-outs to Barkov, Terry, Huberto, and Silverberg. They had excellent weeks as well. That's a good uh, That's a good week. Mm, good week. Six goals. Yeah. Three games. Like, yeah. Uh, Mark Stone. Uh, just back to him for a minute. Uh, it's not a player of the week category stuff, but in one of the stats I heard them talking about yesterday, although Mark Stone, up until yesterday's game, had not yet scored for, for Vegas, he has not, uh, up until yesterday, was not on the ice for any goals against either. Hmm. So he has no minus factors. Nice. And, and he probably was on the ice for a few goals in favor. But, yeah, he's not been on the ice at all during an against goal. So it just shows probably nice. the degree of responsibility mm-hmm. there. So Yeah. I I really like watching Vegas play. There's so many players in the team that I like. Mm-hmm. I like Tuck. I like Nosek. Uh, Carlson. Like, there's just, I could, just, we're going to do a video soon talking about the, our favorite players from every single team. We're going to do it in four videos each Division will have its own video. Uh, I had such a hard time with Vegas. There's so many players on Vegas that I like, so it's tough. But mm-hmm. it's a fun team to watch. I like them a lot. And and Vegas is very much the same team it was last year. There's been lots of new additions. You know, Pacioretty and you got Stone and Stasny and Stasny. But you still have like the Anglins and people like that that were part of the the big story last year, mm. and they're still contributing. And they're still. It's not just a one year flash in the pan for these guys. They're back at it. Exactly. I, it's a great story. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's all I have. Uh, I didn't make a lot of notes today. Um, I, with my ankle, it, if, the pain is definitely manageable when I have my foot elevated. And that's the position that I've been in the majority of the time in the past four or five days. Um, it, the pain increases when I'm sitting up or standing on crutches or whatever. Like right now? Like right now. So I didn't make a lot of notes because I didn't know what it's going to be like to sit here for, for an hour. How are you so. doing so far? Uh, good so far. Yeah, good so far. All right. I don't have a whole lot more, but I do have a few things I'd mm. like to share. My voice is what's actually bothered me the most. Uh, I was under for four hours for surgery, so I had the breathing tube in. And you can probably tell that my voice sounds a little bit different. And uh, yeah. that's what's bothering me the most, actually, to be honest. Really? Is it sore, too, or just... Yeah, it's really, it's really sore. <laughs> Your throat sore? Yeah. Wow. I guess it would be. Uh, never thought of it, but mm. yeah, I can't imagine. Anyway. What else you got? Um, uh, Cassie Campbell Pascal on uh, the CBC broadcast when they were talking about the uh, the Vegas game, she said that after the stone, signing of Stone, that's now the highest paid second line in the league. Stone, Pacioretty, and Stastny are making collectively eighteen point three million dollars. Wow! 
Now, they, they, they passed uh, Pittsburgh's second line, which was Aston Reese, Malkin, and Kessel, making 17.2. So they're now second. And Aston Reese is like yeah. a little sliver of that. Yeah, yeah it's like the uh, combined totals of Wayne and Brent Gretzky. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. like, yeah, I'm on top. I'm a, I'm a member of the highest team of brothers that's ever played. Might have got like <laughs> exactly. half an assist or something. Next is Nashville with Granlund, Turris, and Smith at 16 mil. Hmm. And the Capitals' second line, Verana, Backstrom, and Oshie, 13.3. Interesting. So uh, Vegas, there's some depth for you, at least in the pocketbook. Depth. Didn't they put Kane and, and uh, Jonathan Taze back together? If they did, Who's it's, playing with them? I don't know. I don't know. Chicago fans, weigh in. Maybe it's just a, a rotating third person there. But yeah, um, Mark Stone is born in Winnipeg. Ah. I should have known that because they were talking about him going back home to Winnipeg before the trade deadline. Um, some league leaders so far this year. Uh, this is not just your stars of the week, but of the year. Yeah, these are probably not surprises to you. Uh, highest number of goals so far this year? Uh, Vetchkin? 46. Next is uh, Dreisaitl with 41. Hmm. And then uh, Patrick Kane with 40. Close. So it's funny, the, the other, you know, Ovechkin's, of the three of them, is the one who's on a contending team. The other two are basically not, we're not going to see them after. That's true, uh, yeah. Early April. Uh, assists, Kucherov. Kucherov, yeah, definitely. 77 assists. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Blake Wheeler's next with 64, uh, McDavid 63. Hmm. Points all together. Uh, Kucherov. Absolutely, 110. Second is Patrick Kane. He's turned it up. 97. And McDavid is one point back of that. Hmm. Plus minus. Who's leading plus minus in the league right now? I would Oof. not have guessed this in a gazillion years. Is it a, like a superstar? Uh, no. It's not a forward. Is it Ekblad? Nope. I don't know. Ron Hainsey. Ron Hainsey. <laughs> what a legend. 36. Good He's a plus 36. And uh, Giordano and Riley, also a Leaf, uh, is second with 31. Hmm. What? Good <laughs> for him. Ron Hainsey's the man. He is the man. Shorthanded goals. Marshan? I think he's on the list down there somewhere, but the leader is all by himself with five shorthanded goals this year. <clears throat> I don't know. Grabner, oh, Arizona. Oh, nice, Michael Grabner. Speaking of shorthanded goals, um, two of those shorthanded goals came yesterday. <laughs> Grabner got... Two shorthanded goals. They were both shorthanded. They were both shorties. I one was, but... Yeah, they both were shorties. Hmm. Um, Game-winning goals. Uh, Sebastian Ajo. Uh, maybe, but he's not on the top two or three. I don't know. Uh, Gabriel Landeskog, nine. Oh, cool. And a tie for with eight, Connor McDavid and Cam Atkinson. Nice. Uh, hat tricks. Only two players so far have three hat tricks this year. Only two players? Only two players. There's a million with two hat tricks, but only two players have three. Uh, uh, this is a tough one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ovechkin is one of them, and Patrick Laine is the other. Oh. Hmm. And uh, goalies. Uh, this is just a, two quick little stats. Games played. Who's leading the league in games played right now? Uh, Marc-Andre Fleur. You are correct. 58. Who's leading the league in wins now? In wins? Wins. I assume it's Vasilevsky. You would assume incorrectly. Oh. It's also Marc-Andre Fleury. Oh. He has 34 wins. Nice. I think it's one more than Vasilevsky. Oh, okay. (laughs) So you're close. You're close. Yeah. Now, as you know, every every podcast Sunday, I try to do a little bit of math, especially as we get closer to the playoffs. 
Uh, I did my own. I may as well show it off to the uh, the fans at home. Um, I've been doing a lot of math, just in my head and scribbling and scratching. And I thought, I know how to use Excel. Mm -hmm. I can find the data and I can throw it in and I can make some formulas. So I have basically the same kind of math, but now I just have the computer doing it for me. <laughs> exactly. I'm pretty proud of myself. Uh, the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about point potential. Every, every team that starts the year has a potential of 164 points mm -hmm. if they win every game in regulation or overtime. The minimum number of points a team can get from the time they start the year is zero. If they lose every game in regulation, they would get zero points. Um, so uh, where are we right now with the games that have already been played and who has points left that they can acquire that are in the can and games that they haven't played yet? Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, still have the potential to reach 134 points. Boston is next with 121. And next in the overall, if we go to the west, is the San Jose Sharks now with 118. So going just by division, we've got Tampa Bay and Boston. Next would be Toronto with 117, Montreal with 105, and then Florida 98, Buffalo 97, Detroit 86. And if Ottawa wins every single game they have left, they will max out at 78 points. Oh, man. That's painful. That's it tough. really is. Uh, in the Metro, Washington 115, the Islanders 113, Carolina 109, Pittsburgh 109, Columbus 107, Philadelphia 102. And it's funny, that's a very competitive division now. And I think it was maybe as recently as two months ago where I would have made the statement, and you probably agreed with me, but I made the statement, it's clear that both wild cards are going to come out of the Atlantic. There's no way the Metro's got enough competitiveness yeah. to be in the wild card spot. And right now, it looks like all the wild cards will be out of the Metro. Exactly, And the yeah. Atlantic is not going to make yeah. it. Yeah, so it's crazy. So it, it, uh, it's really quite a turnaround for the entire division, not just any one team there. Mm. Uh, the Rangers uh, would top out at 96. The Devils would be topping out at 85. Um, Winnipeg in the Central is leading with a potential of 114 points. Uh, next would be Nashville with 107, tied with St. Louis now at 107, Dallas at 103, Minnesota at 100, Colorado at 98, and Chicago at 95. And finally, in the Pacific, San Jose with the 118 that I mentioned, Calgary 117. So this is another, this is an indicator as well, if we describe it a slightly different way, when teams have their future in their own hands. In other words, the teams that are near the top of this list don't have to depend on other teams to lose to get to the playoffs mm. or get to their seeding. But teams that are not there, like Montreal, for instance, they can't have the future in their own hands right now. They need Carolina, Pittsburgh, and Columbus to lose some games if they're going to make the playoffs. Mm, exactly. And even if they win every game they've got left, that does not guarantee them a future yeah. because they've now lost the ability to take command. Mm. And that's the way she works. That's the way she goes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, again, San Jose 118, Calgary one point behind, and then Vegas with 107, and then Arizona with 101. And Edmonton 95, Vancouver 91, Anaheim 89, and the Kings with 84. So the Ottawa Senators are clearly winning the race for the first round draft pick, or at least yes, the best seating in the lottery. But who gets it? Uh, but who gets it is the question. Colorado. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Colorado <laughs> gets their pick. Exactly. <clears throat> now, this sets up the following playoff uh, uh, matchups, if we look at this math. Tampa Bay would play Columbus. 
And Tampa Bay is currently uh, 3-0-0 against Columbus in the regular season. Boston and Toronto would meet. Boston's winning that three games to one uh, so far in the season series. I guess that's all they'll play. Uh, so Boston looks like they're, they're well, they have 93 points and Toronto has 89. So Boston has a, a four-point cushion on home ice advantage and they both have 14 games left to go. So it can still flip around there. But mm-hmm. uh, if Boston keeps up this pace, they're going to have home ice advantage in the first round against Toronto. Uh, Montreal is out right now, and so is Florida, Buffalo, Detroit, and Ottawa. On the Metro side, Pittsburgh uh, would play uh, against the Washington Capitals, which would be a wonderful series in the first round. I agree. And Carolina would play the Islanders, and mm. uh, that would be that would be pretty awesome. Um, Columbus uh, would play, yeah, Tampa Bay, I think. Did I say that Columbus would play Tampa Bay already? I don't remember, to be honest. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, they would. <clears throat> okay, in the Central Division, uh, Winnipeg would play Arizona right now because Arizona would be in the playoffs. That would be an interesting series. I don't. I I definitely watch it, but I'd have a. I really like Winnipeg, but the story of Arizona oh, yeah. going up against a big powerhouse like Winnipeg, it would be, it would be really awesome to watch Arizona do that. But at the same time, I'd kind of be cheering for Winnipeg because I want them to win, but that'd be a tough series for, for me to watch. I'd still watch it, obviously, but... It'd be great. It'd be, yeah, it would be great. It'd be great. Uh, St. Louis and Nashville would play each other. Uh, Dallas would play San Jose right now. <sighs> Vegas would play Calgary in a rematch of today's game. So that's where it stands. Hmm. Edmonton, Vancouver, Anaheim, uh, LA, Minnesota, Colorado, and Chicago would be out as it stands right now. Nice. <clears throat> but you never know. Uh, when I don't know what the standings were like six weeks before the end of the season or five weeks before the end of the season, but being a Montreal fan, I know that in 1993, Montreal was not even in the top five in the league, and they weren't in the top five in 1986 either. Mm. They backed into the playoffs uh, a little bit, and they had a bit of a pool shot run through, and they won. And any of the teams that are in the top uh, 16... Actually, there will be a couple of teams at the bottom of the top 16 who won't get in the playoffs just because mm. of the imbalance in the divisions. But uh, any team can win. Exactly, yeah. So any team can win. If if you knew who was going to win ahead of time, you wouldn't bother watching, would you? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's the fun. It's the fun. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything, el- anything else? I don't. I think that's all I got for today. Okay. One thing I forgot to mention earlier was there was a bit of an incident in uh, the U.K. with a a guy with an eye injury. I'm not sure if you saw. Oh, that. yes. I didn't um, see it, but I read about it. I'm just remembering it now, so I don't have the name off the top of my head or anything like that, but there's a GoFundMe page set up. Basically, he's lost vision in one eye. Best case scenario, he'll in that eye, he'll be able to tell if a light is on or off in a room. It's 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 pretty bad. So there's a bit of a GoFundMe going on for him. Uh, if you guys would like to donate, that would be awesome. I'll link it down below and maybe a pinned comment or something like that. If I don't do it, if I forget about it or something, um, please remind me in the comments and I'll, I'll find the link and I'll put it down there. So um, other than that, thank you guys so much for watching. I really appreciate it. Uh, as far as making videos with this injury, uh, shouldn't be a problem. It's I, th- I think I'll have good days and bad days as far as pain management. Um, today's not a bad day. Uh, yesterday was a really good day. And I would like to release one video every single day across the three channels that I have, post to post, more post to post, and Canadians try stuff. 
and I already have some of the videos pre-filmed on the second and third channel. So if you're subscribed to all three channels and you like what we do, you'll see, you'll probably see a video from us every single day. I don't know what channel it's going to be on, but um, we're still going to try and film as much as we can. Uh, we have four videos planned for post to post about our favorite players from each single team, or, and then we'll do it by division. So there's <coughs> four videos. Uh, I have an unboxing to do. Probably, I'd really like to film it after this podcast if you're okay, and I'll release it in a couple of days. A uh, new giveaway jersey, and then a new jersey for my collection, which will make one of my collection jerseys a giveaway jersey. So cool. Technically, two more giveaway jerseys. So, nice. And another one on the way as well. So uh, lots of jerseys for giveaways. Um, there's going to be another mail time soon, I think. Probably in the next two weeks. And um, yeah, that's... I do have the identity of that player uh, over there. It's Ross Bowers is his name, and he played for, plays for the Milton Keynes Lightning. Mm. And he got a, a high stick in the eye, inadvertent. It wasn't an accidental high stick, but um, some se very serious injury in the eye there. So... Looks like the GoFundMe is uh, doing very, very well and could do better too. So excellent, yeah, awesome. Yeah, so the link I think you said you would put down below. So yeah, yeah. Um, so thanks guys for listening and watching. Uh, if you are not subscribed to our YouTube channel, hope you can hit the subscribe button down below. Um, thank you for listening on iTunes or Google Play Music, regardless of how you consume our content. I really appreciate that. Hope you're having a good day and watching lots of hockey, and we'll catch you next week. Adios.